And we're back. Back in it. What? What? Sorry, I was really trying to find a a button to hit. Oh. Got a pop-up here. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sorry about this, everybody. I'm not sure how to exit out of this pop-up. But uh, apparently I'm doing a slot machine here. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. My apologies. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm rattled, man. Uh. Yeah. Welcome to yeah the the Jesus part of Sports and Jesus, or you might be listening to this on To Live as Christ podcast. So. Yeah. Brought to you by Red Letter Clothing. Red Letter Clo.com. I'm rattled. I'm sorry. That's a uh, Red Letter. Clothing, redletterclo.com. Also, if you haven't heard, we have a website now, sportsandjesuspod.com. So check us out. Soon we'll be offering a way for you to become a member and you'll get more frequent content from us as a way to support us. Um, we're also going to work something out to where some of what's given to support this podcast um, goes to also support some missions endeavors that we are a part of. So. Yeah. Uh, went, speaking of missions, just went on a trip to Ukraine a couple weeks ago. How was that? Was it great? It was amazing. It was awesome. Um, to be honest, my daughter was the only reason I came back. So, <laughs> <laughs> Joy will be going on... When, when are you going? October 1st. October 1st on a trip to Austria? Austria. Right. Yeah. So... That's exciting. So as you see, we don't just talk about missions. I mean, we take missions seriously as something that's important to us and, and close to our hearts. So everybody, you should be involved in missions. We're also live on Facebook. Yep. So this video will be if you want to go follow us on Facebook, you can see what we look like right now, which is great. We're looking great, I think. Yep. We're wearing tuxedos. We smell great too. That's something you can't see in the video, but we smell awesome. Uh, we you, smell awesome. You might. We smell awesome. Always <laughs> awesome. Yep. So today we want to talk about this. This actually has has come up with uh, between me and some discussions with multiple friends before is what to look for in a church or what should you look for in a church. So. Kind of the premise we're, we're coming at here is if you're moving to a new town and you're trying to figure out what church to go to, what are some things you should look at as you visit churches? So we've kind of got this broken up into, we've got, I think, four things that we would say are extremely important, almost vital to um, a church has to be doing these things for that we think in order to be a healthy church, the church has to be doing these things. So obviously we would say you want to be a part of a healthy church. So, and we would say these four things make a healthy church. And then we've got one, two, three, four, like 28, um, secondary things. Not really that much. It's like, divide by two, add one, 15, 20, what'd I say? 28, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
No, it's actually 10. Close, oh, close. Man. Yeah, that's a rule on my exaggerations <laughs> that uh, my friends have been practicing for years. And usually it's extremely accurate. <laughs> it it <laughs> really is. <laughs> so, um, kind of surprised. so we've got our new producer. I keep wanting to call you like an engineer, and I don't know why. But we've got our, our, a new producer here with Sports and Jesus in the building, and that is producer Ty. Ty, say hey in your microphone. So, yep, that's Ty. <laughs> Ty's microphone isn't as loud as ours, but, you know, it works. Whatever. It is what it is. So, yeah, sorry. I thought I heard, I was wondering what that noise was. I think, yeah. <laughs> what was it? You hear it? No. I think, Ty, I think when you move, that cord hits Joy's uh, thing, and you hear you hear that little popping. I don't, I don't hear it now. Okay. Anyway, I just heard it. Maybe it's you. You move. Move like your head. Now you move. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, we're all dancing here. And like, okay. Anyway. So, okay. Uh, Joy, what is... Do you hear it? That's it. Is it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Something, some cord is hitting somebody's. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Joy, what is the first thing you look for in church? If you're moved to a new town, visiting churches, what's the, the number one thing that you look for? What is expositional preaching? <laughs> what is expositional preaching for $500? Uh, yes, I would agree with that. I think that's probably the most vital. And by expositional preaching, we've done an episode on this. You can go back and hear us explain our uh, explain what we mean by expositional preaching. Basically, we mean preaching God's Word. Um, we, we believe firmly in preaching like verse by verse through a text, letting the text... Come on, guys. Y'all are just doing that. <laughs> I don't hear anything until you stop. And then I start listening. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry. That, that, that really gets on my nerves when I like I go back and listen to our podcast and you can hear stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. So, expositional preaching. Uh, Tita, what would you say is something important? Did you say gospel-centered theology? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Gospel-centered theology. Thanks, Ty. Uh, <laughs> so I would agree. And and so basically, like, we mean the gospel is at the center <laughs> of the theology. <laughs> the gospel is at the center <laughs> of everything that's done. Like, everything comes back to the message of Jesus. Not the pastor's giftedness. Not... Um, not even loving one another. Like, like everything comes back to Jesus. The way the Bible is preached points to Jesus. All those things are everything's about Jesus, right? So Jesus is at the center. Jesus is supreme. Jesus is what's important. So also, I think I would add a desire to reach the lost or evangelism. Like there's some churches that just that's not important to them. Yeah, they just kind of give money to an organization once a month, and they yeah. kind of that's as far as they yeah go. Or or sometimes expositional preaching might be important to them, but yeah. it might not be important to them. Like like some the way some churches are built 
is like that's kind of the the minister's job or the preacher's job is to reach to the lost. Right. Um, but I would say it's important to find a church that I figured out what it is. There's our table hitting mine. <laughs> yeah. So to find a church that it's that is outward focused, I guess, or or that's important to them to see people saved, to share the gospel, not just to preach the gospel, but to share the gospel and to push their people to share the gospel. And so, and I think the last thing that we wrote down is it's really important to us to find a church that is involved in missions on some level. Right. So opportunities to go on mission trips, they support missionaries, specifically church planting and churches planted all over the world. Um, we've talked about that a lot too, but that's that's really important. So those are the four things: expositional preaching, gospel-centered theology, desire to reach the loss, and missions. So I we were talking about what are some like secondary issues. So say you go to a bigger city and you might have ten churches that do all four of these things, right? What helps you decide between those ten churches? So what what are the like the secondary things that can kind of like tiebreakers, I guess. Right. So, um, producer Ty said it's important to him to, and I would agree with this, a church that's, um, I guess the best word would be like, like friendly or welcoming or like a church that doesn't make you feel like an outsider, I guess, as, as a guest, um, a church that's not clicked up so much that, that you feel like you're not a part of it, that a church that it's important to them to, to make guests and new people um, feel involved and have ways to involve. Yeah. Um, have ways to let you know what's going on. Uh, Joy said a church that's clean. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, regularly vacuumed. Yeah, I mean, the bathrooms think, are clean. What would, what would your reaction be if you saw a uh, cockroach running across the floor? I've seen it. I have too. I've been in a church. Okay, story time. Story time. This was a good church too, okay? I've been in church. I was there early, right? Um, went to the bathroom. Was at the urinal. Okay. Looked up, and on top of the stall, there were two, we'll say mice, chasing each other across the top of the stall. Would you never go to that church again? If you saw that. Very good chance. Very <laughs> you, good chance. You're out. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking out the door. Right um, so Joy also said a church that offers coffee. Yeah. Gotta have coffee. So, yeah. That's a big one. Uh, those, those last two were kind of jokes, obviously. Um, especially if you're involved in missions. There's going to be some places where you go where, where a clean church or a church of clean people is not really an option. Um. But this next one's really important. Obviously, a church with air conditioning. Yeah. Um, especially if you're looking for a church in Alabama, it has to have air conditioning, right? Okay, I'm just joking. Our church in Ukraine does not have air conditioning. Also, I'm pretty sure like 84 is the hottest day of the year there. So, they don't really need it. That's yeah, not that big of a deal. No. They just open up windows, turn some fans on. <laughs> it's great. Usually, they can get a little stuff in there. But, um, so... Those are kind of jokes, but seriously, what are some things that you look like? What is that next tier? 
I think theology, like we talked about gospel-centered theology, where we mean like Jesus is important, like the gospel is clearly taught, but theology, like, um, I guess lining up with me theologically, that would be important to me. And um, so, I mean, it don't have to line up in, in every way. Like, so I would say, here's an example of not having to line up in every way that I do. So I'm Baptist go to Baptist church, grew up in a Baptist church. We're all Baptist. We all have been Baptist our our whole lives. We're all members of Baptist churches. If I had if I had a friend who was in a town where he had a Baptist church to go to, but they didn't preach expositionally, they weren't gospel centered and they didn't reach the loss, but there's a Presbyterian church that did preach expositionally and did reach the lost and was gospel centered, I'd say go to that Presbyterian church. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's why I say that's why I put theology in kind of the second tier, I guess. Um, it's important. It's good as a tiebreaker, but it's not. You don't have to line up as long as long as the gospel is clear and you agree on those what we call a close handed issues of, of the gospel, then you can worship together. So speaking of worship, I would say. Music is kind of a, an important thing. And, and when we say music is an important thing, I don't necessarily mean like the style of music. Like I don't mean like some some people. Okay. We'll stop right here. Like a lot of people, they would say, what are the most important things you look for? And music would be like number one. Yeah. And by music, yeah. they mean I want to go to a church that they play the kind of music that I like. Yeah. So I'm only going to go to a church that plays contemporary music. Or you'll hear, I'm only going to go to a church that plays hymns. Or I'm going to go to a church that does a lot of Southern gospel. That's yeah. that's not what we mean. Um, when we say music is important, we mean like gospel. Like we don't we don't mean style. Um, we mean lyrically. Like what's in the lyrics of the music that's being sung. We would say that's important. Yeah, like you want to go to where you're singing gospel centered lyrics, not come. And go with me, too. That's um, a great song, man. You... <laughs> uh, I, that's that's Pro- probably you know, not a Sunday morning song. Though, no, no, that's <laughs> a uh, Wednesday night youth service song. Oh yeah, always youth camp. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want to. Like, we don't have the rights to it, so that's why I stopped. You, like you knew where I was going. Yeah, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, Joy. Actually, just wrote that song. That's not. It might sound like another song, but he really just wrote it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But like we, when we've talked about what gospel-centered worship looks like lyrically, and um, the, I think that's that's important. Like you want to sing gospel-centered just as much as you want to hear gospel-centered preaching. Um, one thing we didn't write down, but I think is important is, and and some people make this more important, but like like programs. Some people will say like I'm not going to a church because they don't have, you know as big of a youth program as this church, I would say that's not a good reason in that sense. Um, like I would say, okay, if you have a church that say you have a teenager, you have church a does expositional preaching, gospel centered desire to reach the loss and missions, but they don't have a youth group church B or church two. They don't do any of those things, but they have a huge youth group. There are there are a lot of people that would pick church B if they had a teenager. 
Yeah. We would say no. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Like that's not a good that doesn't trump like like we mentioned, like a friendly church, a a church where you feel like you're a part of it, or even a church where your children feel like they're a part of it. Like that's good and that's important, but that doesn't trump the first four that we mentioned. Right? Right. So we would think it'd be better for your family to go for your child to not be in a youth group but hear expositional preaching every Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Now, hopefully, you can find a church that has both of those things, right? That's the goal. And a church that does youth ministry gospel-centered to Lee. Yep. Hashtag goals. Yep. <laughs> when you first said program, I thought you meant like the paper program. <laughs> the bulletin. <laughs> like the bulletin? Yeah, the church, has like, to, the, the church has to be very creative in their bulletins. Color uh, people, color. Come on, yeah, color bullet. If if you're if I go to your church, your bulletins in black and white. I'm not coming back. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that's just. But, <laughs> um, so, also, I think community and discipleship is important. So we want a church that most important is they want to see people saved, but you also want to find a church that then disciples the people that are being saved. Right, And that's typically done through community. So you want to find a church where you can find a community and you can find people to disciple you and encourage you and push you and and all those things. Um, so, so that's important. You want to find a church that takes biblical membership um, that makes that important? Yeah, that's a uh, key. Yeah. Membership, because, I mean, you've... We did an episode on that, too. Oh, yeah. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, a church that practices biblical church discipline, I think, is is important. And we would say also important, and again, none of these are necessarily deal breakers, but they're very important, is a church that's, we would say, the healthiest leadership structure, just looking at scripture and also practically, the healthiest leadership structure in a church is a plurality of leadership. Um. A lot, a lot of churches that functions as an an eldership, where you've got multiple pastors. We would say that's it's important to find a church where it's not done like every every decision isn't made by just one man, but also every decision isn't made by the entire. Like I know that sounds bad, especially coming from a, ba- a Baptist background. Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough <laughs> especially coming from a Baptist background um, yeah so plurality of leadership is a non-negotiable did I get it? did I get it right? negotiable? negotiable? you did negotiable. until you until you were really proud of yourself and you messed I know, it up I know I did okay <laughs> non-negotiable yeah Nailed negotiable it. negotiable negotiable calculatory Calgary, Cagliari, okay, yeah. So those things are important. So, Joy, yes, I gotta ask you a question. All right. Say your friend just moved to a more rural. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Say your friend just moved to a more rural area. Okay. And there are 
his church options aren't the same as, say, someone that lives in a town that's got many churches. Okay? Right. Or say you meet somebody on the mission field that their town might only have two churches. Neither one of these churches do any of these first four things. What would you tell? What would your advice be? Start your own. Get connected with the church planning network. Okay, but what what if this guy is or this family? They're not. They haven't been Christians very long, and you know they're not equipped to start their own. I'm saying this because this situation has actually happened with a friend of mine. Is your friend with us right now? Like, did he die? <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's he did still, telling he's, us a ghost. Didn't he's it? still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still with us. I don't know what. Maybe find he didn't the worst best option <laughs> and just trying to. Reform it yourself? I don't know. Uh, okay, that's similar to what... Okay, this is what my advice was. So, my friend's options were drive an hour, an hour and a half to go to a good church. I'd get old real quick? Yes, absolutely. And there's no way you're going to be able to really live in community doing that, right? No. Or go to a not as good church that's closer, but get really involved. And this is what I encourage them to do. Get really involved to the point where you know you start to have a voice in that that church. Why is that funny? <laughs> you see, my wording made it sound like is he still with us? <laughs> yeah. So so that might be you out there. You might say, "Hey, I don't know of a church that does expositional preaching or that really." is gospel-centered, I would say, you know, get involved in a church that does some of these other things well, like community, um, and, you know, grow, continue to grow, especially like this day and age. Like, you might not have an option to go to a church that has expositional good preaching, but you you can get good preaching at your fingertips at any point. Yeah. Um, hashtag Matt Chandler. Um, so, you might... You might not be able to be fed as much in that way, but you can get fed in that way from from other places. I know that's not ideal, and I would say at some point, like, be looking to either move to a place. And we would say, like, this is important enough that, you know, this should influence where you move. Like, you want to, like, if, if you're moving somewhere, it'd be good to find a church before you get there. Um, but that might not always be, be the case. There are other circumstances involved. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah. Solid. Yeah. So look for a church, expositional preaching, gospel centered, um, desire to reach the loss missions and they have air conditioning and coffee. (laughs) So, yup. That's all I got. You got, you got anything to add? How you got anything to add? No. The option you the op it is not an option if you're a Christian to just not be involved in the church. I think we would say that for your own health. Right. Um, so even if you have to make if your options aren't 
as good as what we've laid out here, you might have to make some sacrifices. Um, but being in community on some level with other Christians is vital to your Christian growth and health. And so seek it out. Yeah. Next episode, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, we're going to be wearing Cam Newton hats. Yep. There's Wait, there's no way with that Cam Newton hat, there's no way that headphones would fit over it. If you don't know what we're talking about, you have to listen to the sports part. Yeah, do oh, yeah we could do that. Okay. <laughs> that would look so goofy. It <laughs> just I, slid down my face. I would not... I, I would not look that good in a hat. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Are you kind of? That's kind of like a Colonel Sanders hat. You'd have to also get these safety work sneakers as well, though. That's an ad. It's cool sneakers, though. They don't make. They don't make. They don't make those sneakers in my size, <laughs> dude. In Ukraine, like that's what I was known for was the guy with the big feet. Like there was there was a. So it's just like you're here. Yeah, like, it's not yeah. much has changed. <laughs> like in Ukraine, when you go into somebody's house, you take your shoes off yeah. at the front door. And multiple people said that they knew before they had seen me in person, they knew I was there because of my shoes at the front door. <laughs> they were so big. So they also don't have my size shoe in Ukraine either. But they don't have your size shoe in most places. Yeah. There's one store where we live that carries three options for me. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got, I got big, I got big feet. Yep. But we will catch y'all on the flippity flip. You think I'm ready? You got that right. I look forward to it. You say I'm crazy for Jesus. That boy's done went insane. But I wrote with Paul to live as Christ in the dies game. The man, the woman who will set their one goal to commune with God and to be with Him, everything else will fall in place. Absolutely everything else will fall in place.